Europeans play video games where three former world record holders, oh, some of them still stand, <laughs> uh, talk about a beer or cider. A video game. And we recommend something that we like. <laughs> and anything else we feel like talking about. Right. And maybe we make fun of each other too sometimes. Mostly Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's drink a cider first again. I like yes. a cider. So, this cider is by Speciation Cellars. I'm so glad to see that they're making a cider because I cannot have anything. It's called Fermi, Fermi Paradox. It's native fermented cider and dry hopped with Galaxy. What is that? What is Galaxy? Galaxy is a hop. Hops. Okay. The Fermi Paradox, doesn't that have something to do with, like, the Einstein-Rosen Bridge and uh, portals and time travel? I say this is an amazing cider. It's really, really good. This is not yummy. good. I'm not a fan. Not a fan? No. You don't like the funk of it? Yeah, it's, um... <laughs> it's, it's, very... it's apple with, like, the barnyard funk. It's mostly barnyard. I don't get a lot of apple. <laughs> Well, if you haven't had many of those beers then that are just barnyard funk, then yeah, <laughs> maybe not. You haven't. Because <laughs> <laughs> this has a lot of apple in it, it for, a, for a funky sour. It's tart and dry, which I kind of mm -hmm. appreciate, but mm -hmm. that, especially the aftertaste is very. The smell is I pretty good. Love. I I can't have funky sours anymore. So when I can have a cider that reminds me of a funky sour, I'm like, yes, please. It's almost got a ammonia ammonia smell to it which uh, I mean I can see that usually I don't smell any of hmm. my beers or like even wines because the smell can put me off um to the taste well taste is like 90% smell so <laughs> yeah yeah I just like smell it as I'm tasting it it's good though maybe I was wrong I thought it was a a theory but apparently if the Fermi Paradox is a song by Avenged Sevenfold. Oh. Yeah. So. Opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> this beer is better, this cider is better than them. Yeah. Just please say it for at I least like it. me, yeah. Simon. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree, and I'm going to rate this pretty low. <laughs> I, think, I really like it, though. I think I'm giving yeah. it four and a half out of five. I'm giving it a five because, like I said, it reminds me of the funky sours I can't have anymore. I give it a one seven five <laughs> out of five. Yep, it it's has, not for everybody. It has some yep. redeeming qualities, but mostly it's just uh, not very good. It's too funky for the cider. I do like how they put the non-fruity sour into a cider without adding wheat with just hops and apple. Yes. Yeah. I yep, appreciate that. I appreciate a good, funky, sour cider with no wheat. Speaking of wheat sours, <laughs> we're going to review a beer from Dogfish Head this week also. Did I have that one? Nope. It's brand new. Uh, oh, there's two cans opening. We geez. each got one this time. Super 8, Super Goes, 5.3%. Ale made with fruity. sea salt. Prickly pear, mango, boysenberry, blackberry, raspberry, elderberry, and kiwi juices, and oh. toasted quinoa. Man, if I felt like wanting to feel like crap tomorrow, <laughs> I'd take a big drink, but I don't want to. The label mm. reminds me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's pretty cool. But fruits. Teenage but fruits. Mutant Ninja Fruits. Teenage Mutant Ninja Fruits. 
<laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's very fruity, a little bit salty. That sounds like um, Peta's spinoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of the poor turtles getting covered in... Uh, is their tagline a little bit fruity, a little bit salty also? Yeah, it is a little bit salty, but um, it's a very good salty. Yeah. Mm. Yep, and also they made this beer with, in mind, the ability to develop Super 8 film. So you can take this Fruity Goza and film a movie on Super 8. And then develop it in this beer. That's insane. <laughs> so Dogfish Head is, I don't know if they've made the movie or if they're still working on it, but they're going to film a movie on Super 8 and develop it exclusively with their own beer. Really? Yeah. What's the property that lets them do that? I don't know. It's something to do with, I don't know, I'd have to read about it again, but. Super 8, Super Ghost. That's why they named it Super 8, because you can develop Super 8 film with it. That makes sense. And they put eight fruits in it. Yeah. I give it, uh,. Three seven five out of five. I think I'm gonna give it four and a quarter. Pretty it's good. a good fruity sour. Pretty good. I'm glad nice that and refreshing. You guys can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You can enjoy it too. Just shoot a movie on Super Eight. <laughs> we'll build a dark room in the backyard. No, I can just take a bunch of Benadryl you and could, then not feel like I have the flu if I drink that. You could film a movie about gluten-free wheat-free wheat-free beers and and develop it in a wheat-full goza yeah imagine the irony so then i can't even have it i can't even touch my own movie i can't even watch it or i'll break out (laughs) (laughs) so i said about like this thing um at work on like one of our home pages i was like ah wheat i'm itchy All right, Ginger, I won't take you to that Dogfish Head movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just like itching my... Real Life XP. XP. Trademark, copyright, (laughs) C-R. TM. TM. So... L. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, So I've been kind of living on the road for work the last Mm -hmm. couple weeks. I've been... In uh, Ohio, north central Ohio, near Sandusky. Do, 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 do. And um, the one thing that there's not much to take away from Ohio. From Ohio. From Ohio. <laughs> sorry, Ohioan. I am not sorry. The Union of the United States would be better without you. <laughs> <laughs> but we wouldn't be connected to the rest of the U.S., barely. Yeah, we wouldn't. Barely. Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana. Indiana. I bet Ohio is half our border. Okay, not as well connected, but (laughs) better connected because we wouldn't have Ohio. All right, we we can give them to Canada if they'll take them. No, we should be in Canada. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so I got down there, and I was down there a little bit after some of the guys that I work with. It's all part of the same company. Um, The guys that I. I've been on the road with the last couple of weeks, um, travel from Michigan to Ohio to support what we're doing down there for one of our Ohio branches. But when I got down there, these guys were eating at Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> they were eating at Pizza Hut, they were eating Crap. at... Chain restaurants. 
and I I talked to some of the, the local guys from the plant, and I'm just like, hey, where do you guys like to go and eat? And I found this awesome little bar. The guy is um, super into craft beers. He's got six rotating taps. They go through one barrel, and then it's gone forever. So he's got stuff that's local. He's got stuff that's um, rare. Uh, he's all about local food and trying to get the freshest stuff possible so his food's incredible um sounds I, like you might be able to find enlightened brewing there maybe i don't know that's i'll ask a, him that's a small brewery that only does like quarter barrels quarter okay. bars. i'll ask him i'm going back next week so um nice. but anyway they've got incredible food which is really the draw because not everybody's into craft beers mm-hmm. um but i talked most of the guys into going and they went and they talked the rest of the guys into going the following night <laughs> and they're closed Sunday and Monday so you can't go those days but every other weekday that's where they've gone yeah. so um, I introduced people to the concept which we which I recommended a few weeks ago about um, eating local when you travel, not going to the places you can get back yeah, at home. Yeah, and that's where you talked about this place before, didn't you? I think so, probably. I, I was like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really... I think you did I'm talk a big fan of it, the place. That was for I mean, recommendations. Doot, doot. Doot, doot. I mean, that's fine. Not XP. If, uh, oh. if Ohio was no longer part of the U.S., God willing, one day... I would get a passport to go to this place. <laughs> it's not all thoughts that Simon <laughs> says is a My opinions are my own. They do not represent those of our sponsors or uh, affiliates. <laughs> but I know. like OU Ohio. <laughs> I, I probably introduced 10 people into the idea of getting outside of their comfort zone and trying something new, going out yes. of the way to support. A local, local economy, a local business person, mm-hmm. and uh, small business. I think that's probably four points. Seems that seems fair. Four points. Okay, I'm already at four. That's less than half Take a point per person, but yeah. But I mean, that's still. That's Why do you keep equating people to half points? <laughs> well, am I, I only worth a half point to you? You're a lot less than that. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> a quarter point. You're worth a whole point to me, buddy. <laughs> All right. Okay. I leveled up. I think I might level up at twenty-five. We this have week, to, if we not last week. have to look at Tally. the points. Mass is hard. I have, <laughs> I have, I believe, one through six tallied yeah. for us. Um, I got XP um, with a movie. I watched a movie at home. It was the first time I rented a movie from Google. They sent me a promo email. said, hey, you get a movie rental for 99 cents. Yeah. That's sweet. Let me go look. Ooh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is out for rental. So I rented that for 99 cents from Google Play. That's pretty sweet. Had 48 hours to watch it. Nice. It was really good. I've always been a fan of Spider-Man. He's my favorite comic book character. And I think that might be, like, one of the best comic book movies ever. I'm not a huge fan of comic book movies, especially the recent rash of them. Not the MCU or the DCU. Not really. I, I can... I'll... I don't seek them out. I'll watch them 
if it's on or I'm with people who want to watch mm-hmm. them. Uh, I don't know why that is. It just doesn't draw me in like yeah. the comic books used to when I was a kid and reading them. It's um, Yeah, like but, movies have But I like the crazy Marvel yeah. multiverse stuff. And they. I wish they would have brought in Spider Monkey. That's my only complaint. But that, otherwise, but they it's, had Peter Porker. Yeah, they did. Yes. So what you I, haven't seen that movie yet? No. What oh. I'm saying so is, this good. is one of the ones that I'm actually excited about seeing. So good. The the animation style is so good. It's like computer animated, but comic book style. They'll do like a little bit of pixelation, like graphic, like uh, like comic book printing, old school. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it really varies, good. universe to universe. Sounds cool. They yes. all come to the they all come to this one universe, but the art style they'll like make it a little bit more comic booky for a second, yeah. and then go back to like the main. It's it's really comic it's a booky really good computer art animation. Style. You didn't see it, so let's try not to give too much away. You'll enjoy it. It's a really if you've good seen one. any of the Spider Man multiverse comic books. Well, you probably don't read a lot of comics not in, nowadays. No. Yeah. One of the things that got me also excited about the movie, I was listening to NPR um, here and now, I think, maybe not, but they talked about how the creator and the director went out of their way to try and support and highlight people of color because mm-hmm. they're underrepresented, even with like Black Panther coming out and being huge smash mm-hmm. success. Yep, they had Miles Morales was the main Spider-Man. Yep. Yes. Instead of so Peter Parker, cool. who's he's from the Ultimates universe. His parents so for, are black and Cuban, or yeah, he is a mixed kid. Um, yeah. was it's Puerto Rican maybe Puerto something Rican like that. Cuban. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But yep, he's the main Spider-Man in this movie. The actor just, was the same, I believe, if I remember. Yep. Listening. That. And there's like a schlubby Peter Parker comes over from another multiverse, like doesn't have any money and has to have this kid buy him food. Shit. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really good movie. They took Spider-Man a few Noir. characters yeah. from the uh, from the comic books from the multiverse. The Spider Mans have teamed up before, so yeah, there's Spider Man, there's Spider Gwen from a universe where instead of Peter Parker watching Gwen die at the hands of the Green Goblin. Gwen watched Peter Parker die because oh, yeah. she was Spider Woman. Yeah. They brought in Spider Noir from the nineteen twenties black and white universe. Peter he was voiced, Parker. He was voiced by awesome. Nick Cage, the yeah. Noir one. So, yeah. I like to light matches and watch them burn until they burn my fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker is definitely the best. I wish they would have had him in more. He's from a universe where everybody's animals. And so he's a pig Spider Man, yeah. Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So funny. They cut a lot of his jokes oh, from I the movie, from stuff I read. But it well, was a re- I like I really enjoyed that movie. It was I really was, good. I was excited to see it before, but now I'm even more excited. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, I so, give that movie five out of five. How many experience? Oh yeah, we're doing that. Uh, five experience <laughs> for a five out of five movie for a at five. home rental. Five experience points for ninety. A it was ninety nine yep. cents. Yeah, I spent a dollar on it too. Dang, make that a six XP. Uh, Five ninety nine round up. Divided by two, I'll give you three. I was gonna go for two. Yeah, I think two's two's probably. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop saying okay to you guys. <laughs> if you gotta keep okay, cutting all mine in points. half. Three points. All right, I'll take three. I'll say three. 
I mean, okay. I'm going to start saying like six times. I think I should get 20 XP for this. <laughs> maybe, okay, I will give him, maybe we should go four and hear me out. Here's why. Because it's such a cool movie that he's introducing, potentially introducing it to people, mm-hmm. which in itself isn't, I think we'll get four. Four. It was a really good movie that I okay, watched based on my favorite guy. Four. It was a new way to rent a movie. Four. Special promo. All right, I'll four. take it. Yeah. Okay. Four. I ain't gonna race quite <laughs> over that. <laughs> That's good, cause like he might mess up our mic <laughs> if he rage quit. <clears throat> I can't so, flip this table. I'm sitting in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, experience points for me. So, last week Monday, I um, well, it, I'll, here's the backstory. <laughs> I work in a corporate office, <clears throat> and one of the the secretary, actually, I've talked to her here and there about yoga and just, you know, a little bit of life stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, she asked me a few months ago if I would be interested in teaching yoga to the office. Really? And people who may be willing to come and practice yoga. That's kind of cool. So I said, yeah, because why not, right? Yep. So we finally found a date, which was last Monday. Come on, you've had a date every night for the last 15 years. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) So we finally found a date and a time that would work because we didn't want to, um, like, be during the same time as another event because there's lots of events that happen right. there at the corporate office. So we finally found it. She told me that 69 people said nice. they would come. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Not nervous at all, right? <laughs> End up, nine people came. Yeah. So I taught nine people um, a yoga flow for a half an hour. And... Everyone was really happy with it. Awesome. And there was one person that did not practice and practiced for the first time. Really? And most people had, but, like, everyone did really, really good. And I was pretty happy, and I'm going to teach tomorrow. Wow. (laughs) And the following Monday, so we'll try to do that um, besides my busiest week. So, I don't know how many people will be coming tomorrow, but it was really cool. I hadn't taught for a while. I used to teach Evelyn, your sister, at um, Brandy's old work, and one of my cousins and another girl in that office. Um, I used to teach four people. So, anyways, how many <laughs> points do I think I got for this half an hour flow? Sixty nine points people? for teaching sixty nine people. <laughs> oh my god! If if that many people show up tomorrow, oh, I'll be getting a lot of points. <laughs> um, I think, to be fair, for teaching nine people, yep. a half, half a point an hour, <laughs> half a point person, right? Nope. <laughs> how many trees did you get them no <laughs> i actually didn't do tree pose no. i did a couple sun salutations and then i would did hip openers because most people are sitting down when you're sitting down for long periods of time that's really bad on your hips and you need to open those babies back up because it can throw your whole body off 
Um, that's why I have a better chair at work. I'm going to say six points for that. I was so nervous when I heard 69 people. I would have done it, but it would have been probably not as smooth as the nine people. I was really happy that eight of the nine people had known about yoga because it's hard to teach new people to yoga when you're there to teach a flow. I don't mind because I was I was showing them poses too, but it's a little easier when people know what they're like going into. Um, but yeah, I think six points is fair. I don't think we've quite hit point inflation yet. <laughs> I mean, it was very good that you taught that class. I think I think I'd say four for you also for teaching a Why class for a half hour. I was gonna say five. I'll, I'll give an extra point if you can guess why I was going to say five. Because of the half a point. So half a point would up. be four and a half and rounding yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so then we average out the four and the six and you get five. <laughs> yep. Okay, right? I guess yeah. I'll say five. Sounds right. good. <laughs> Eventually we'll hit point inflation and we'll be getting 100 points an episode. Yeah, especially with the way you've been. 1,000 points an episode. Oh, I want six points for I watching like a movie. I'd like to see you teach <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to push point inflation. I am. Federal I am. Reserve of XP over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a pinball developer. I want people to be able to score 10 billion. Yeah, starting with you. <laughs> yeah, right. <of> course. <laughs> I played a game. What you game did? you play? I did. It was Donut County. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw Game Grumps play that game. Yep, it was oh, pretty yes. fun. It was originally in iOS. got ported over to Switch recently. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's on Android or any other system yet. but I don't know either, but I'll look. I want to really, really play it after watching you play it. It looks like a lot of fun. It's a cool, humorous... Um, I wouldn't call it a platformer or a puzzle but it's kind of a cross between the two. It's got a nice cel-shaded graphics, art style. Uh, there's a mixture of like human and animal characters that talk to each other. And you start out, you're 999 feet below the ground. Turns out that I think the possum, who had the theory that the earth was hollow, was right. Oh, he said that the earth was hollow and flat at the same time somehow. <laughs> <laughs> But you're, you control, when you play, you either control the conversation, well, you don't really control it, you don't get Just options. Just through it. Yep. Or you control a hole. Mm. And kind of like Katamari Damacy, mm. you try and get everything in your hole. Mm. Instead of rolling it into a ball, something falls in your mm. hole, your hole gets bigger. Yep. And then you fall, put that. something else in your hole. So you start with like little pieces of grass, little bricks, and then you get up to eventually whole buildings falling in your hole. Yeah. And every time you finish a stage and get everything to fall into the hole, it goes down, and they talk about another character, and like, and then it, it's like from the future, and then it flashes back to, oh yeah, I'm stuck down here with you guys. Uh, I ordered a donut out in the middle of the woods. And then the raccoon's like, oh, yeah, I, I delivered that, and I saved you from those bees that were attacking you. So then you control a hole, and you end up just getting the guy to fall in the hole. Yeah. So he gets trapped with everybody below ground. Don't you start off as a worker in the donut store or the donut shop? No, just the raccoon. No. You don't actually get to control him, oh. at least not in the Switch version. I'm sure, if anything, the Switch version would be bigger than the iOS version. 
But yeah, you just control the hole and you get everything to fall in. There's a little bit of puzzle elements, like you get, uh, there's a level with snakes where you get a snake to fall in your hole and the tail pops up. Yeah. And then you move the hole with the tail to do certain stuff. Yeah. There's levels where, like, you get uh, fire in the hole, and then you gotta move the fire to set something underneath something to set it on fire. Right. So it falls apart. And, and you get more things to eat and expand. <laughs> yep. Later on, you get a catapult, so whatever falls in your hole, you can launch up in the air at whatever is above you yep. to get other stuff to fall down. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's entertaining. Very cartoony. It's a funny story. I looked it up. It's on. It's not on Android, but it is on iOS, Mac OS, uh, Windows, PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. Yeah. It's only single player. Yeah. With the Unity engine, which is uh, that. It's got good graphics. It's visually pleasing. Yep, they're simple graphics, nice. they're very cartoony, but yeah, it is like a 3D cel-shaded cartoon mm -hmm. style. It's kind of a nonsensical story, but it's pretty amusing, like raccoon police, and the, everybody orders a donut, and instead of a donut, he sends out a hole, <laughs> and then he talks about like picking up people's trash, mm. I'm not sure, it's, I mean, I know raccoons love trash, trash pandas. so I guess we're... Mm -hmm. I really want to play it after watching you play it. It looks like a lot of fun. Yep, it's fun. It's easy. I recommend it. It's on sale right now on the Switch. Oh, by the time this episode comes out, the probably, sale will have ended. Probably won't be. So go buy it before you hear this. Hurry, <laughs> quick. <laughs> Hurry, quick. Fuck, you're too late. <laughs> probably. Buy it on May the 5th, be fist you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's my game. Cool. I like right. it. Go play it if you can. Hey, right. Simon. Yeah. What, what game, game you play? Do play? do. Wait, do, sorry. Do. That theme song's for another section. Oh, yeah. Uh, do do. Do do. I have a game I recommend you not try to save your time. Um, and it's purely my opinion because the game is highly rated and it's a AAA release and a lot of people love it. Um, but I tried it because it's on the, um, Xbox Game Pass for free. I mean, it's not free because you pay for it, but it's one of the games you can download right now. Um, Just Cause 4. And I downloaded it because I love Just Cause 3. Just Cause. Just Cause 3 was awesome. <laughs> yes. It is, is awesome. so fun. It is so much but fun. But Just Cause 4? <laughs> Just Cause 4, to me, it's clunkier it's it tries to be the same game but it it's not as good and and part of the just cause 3 um enjoyment is the ridiculousness of the <laughs> physics system oh and my the God, story the so it's an open world game it's an open world explorer you play as a guy who can you know he's got a wingsuit he can glide he's got a parachute he is can it fly. rico it's Rico, it's the same guy, and, um, you know, it's not a bad game by any means, because it's got so much money and time and development sunk into it, but after playing the the predecessor, it just doesn't compare. Hmm. Um, it's repetitive, which so was 3, but you're, you're judging it by a different time frame, because it's newer, 
They've made so much money. They can put more into this than what they did. It just... Mm -hmm. If anybody has played parts of the um, Assassin's Creed game series where the first ones felt so awesome because they were brand new mm-hmm. and then the subsequent ones were just the same repetitive thing. and the same and the formula didn't change and that's that's why I, I can't recommend Just Cause 4 even <laughs> though it is highly recommended. Dang, I was looking forward to trying that squirrel suit. Yeah, I, I didn't get that far, so I could, I mean, no. I I gave up on the game. I don't <laughs> give up on a lot of games, no. you know? It just was, okay, this is a bad, like, and copy it, of three? A, a bad copy, exactly. That's a perfect way to put it, because... I did sad. think when I was looking at it and reviews of it and stuff that... It seemed like they overcomplicated it. Yeah. Like, where you can use a grappling hook to attach stuff to each it's other. so annoying because... That did look like it was overcomplicated. I love annoying. how you could just, like, glide with a grappling hook in three. Like, yeah. you can, like, legit... Parachute and grappling hook. Parachute. Yes, you parachute, can do, parachute You can do that, too, though it doesn't feel as smooth, which is one of my... Yeah. One of my main complaints. And that's super smooth in three. You can... when And the... It actually broke a controller of mine. <laughs> because when you throw your grappling hook on item on obstacle A and you throw the other end on obstacle B, mm-hmm. your controller shakes. The rumble is constant <laughs> until you release it. Yeah. And I had one of the, the rumble weights break loose on a controller <laughs> while that was Let's happening. Um, that could be good if you want a controller that doesn't rumble. No, because it still rumbles, it's just not smooth, and it's actually audible now. (laughs) It's broken. It's it's garbage. Now it's just Mm. a fucked up controller. Now it's one to give to, you know, your cousins when they come over to play games. The ones that (laughs) will mess up your, or fuck up your controller. Here you go, you get the Mad Cat's controller. You (laughs) give the controller to the kid that's not paying attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I don't recommend it. By all means, if you like Just Cause 3... Check it out. It's it's not terrible. It's just um, not as good as Just Cause Three. It's it's a pale shadow of where the game could have been. I'd say can I borrow it, but that's it, kind of impossible nowadays yeah, with a, half the games out there. It's a Game Pass one. Yeah. It's a digital download, and mm-hmm. I only have it as long as it's on the Game Pass yeah. list. And I don't have that system. And so. you don't have that system. Yeah. Fucking hipster. <laughs> Switch all the way. Let me play ports of mobile games on my Nintendo console. <laughs> we'll talk about it on our podcast. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So, play yeah. Just Cause 3, not Just Cause 4. Yeah. <laughs> just Cause 3, highly recommended. Just Cause 4, not recommended. So I have another question. Are you still like in a South American country? Yep. Trying to overthrow the government? Exactly. Yeah. So it's so the same it's storyline. Bad copycat. Yep. They just added too much in. Yep. And kind of ruined it. Yeah, and it's not as smooth. It's, I mean, and I use this term, and usually open world, you think you, arcadey is not like what you're hoping for, but Just Cause Three does it so perfectly. Yep. Where it's an open world arcadey game. And they just fumbled the the handoff on Just Cause Four. It's it's not as fun, and uh, I for that reasons I'm gonna go 
<laughs> buy Just Cause 3 again and play yeah. it because I'm fiending for some of that. Sounds like I would pay for Just Cause 3 DLC to include the squirrel suit. Yep. So if I could switch between the parachute and the squirrel suit oh, and yeah. 3. That's all you need. Yeah. Yep. That and the grappling hut. That's everything uh -huh. in the bag of chips right there. Vehicle driving is very good in 3. How is it? Did you drive it's many vehicles? I did. Uh, it's not as good. Um, yeah. Also, they like the physics of it. I w and I wouldn't. I love like just jumping off the side of a mountain yep. until the car is about to explode, and then yep. jump, jump out of the car out. and pull your parachute. You can, you can still do all of that, um, and it could just be my um, perception of the game, but it's not as smooth and it's not as fun. But yeah, that's that's where I am. Check it out if you uh, if you like that kind of thing, you might like it, but. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. I probably wouldn't like that version just because of the Xbox controller. Oh, you don't like Xbox controller? No. No? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Xbox no. controller either. I really wish Nintendo wouldn't have changed their standard controller to copy it. Uh, I like them. Yeah. I mean... I like having the two joysticks in the same spot, either yeah. up or down. Yeah. For most games. Right. But that's mostly because I don't play first-person shooters. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, they changed it for first-person shooters, and I'm also not a fan of first-person shooters, but now I'm used to that control, so... Mm -hmm. Ginger? Yes? What game you play? I play Suikoden. Suikoden Suikoden, one? the very first one, yes. Called just Suikoden. Yes, Suikoden. Gotcha. Like just so, just cause three, just Suikoden. <laughs> it's just Suikoden. <laughs> no, just no. no one. Okay. Um, it is a RPG game that is um for the PlayStation One, but I'm playing it on the PS3. It is a different RPG. Um, it actually brings in like war game tactics so eventually you have to fight the imperials from the resistance so you have to like basically save everyone because the imperial the imperial whole army and everyone are just being mean to everyone <laughs> so the main story in rpg character um, you, your team can come up to six people, but eventually you have to build a town before, before you start, uh, warring. Okay. So you have to recruit people. Yeah. Um, I am up to the point of having to win a dice <clears throat> game to get to my town. <laughs> so, yeah, that could be really expensive, but I've played it before. So the main past. gameplay looks like a standard RPG yes. where you and your party have to set, set off to save the world. Yes. Turn-based battles against mm -hmm. lots of different monsters that are kind of creative. Yes. Those flying squirrels were cool. They, they were had cute. capes and they put mm -hmm. buckets on your head. Yeah, it was blind. You're blind is a bucket on your head <laughs> in that game. <laughs> you have runes put on you um, for magic. So that's how you have your magic. Um, I remember in the past when you build your town, you have to find someone in your town to sell 
there's ruin runes, there's armor, there's items. I really like when you buy like your healing items, your medicine. Yeah. It comes like six in like when you buy it. So it's not like you have to buy like ten medicines. You buy one medicine, there's six medicines in it. So it's like you buy a box of aspirin. Yeah. Instead of a bottle instead oh, of just one pill. That makes sense. That's yeah. kind of cool. I really like that, and I wish more RPGs kind of took that, but you can only have, like, a certain amount of things on one character. So you have your party of six. They limited have their armor. Inventory. Yeah, it's limited inventory, I believe, um, if I remember correct. Uh, you eventually can have, like... Is it by the number of seven. items or by the weight of items? It's by the number. Okay, so you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about hairpins weighing a pound. Correct. Correct. Not like uh, Skyrim. Oh, that's, uh, that's, all by that's a fallout controversy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The hairpins weighed like 100 times more than an actual hairpin in the game. So people <laughs> were complaining because they were getting overweighed by hairpins. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, this game has like secret characters too to make, um, like your army when you're fighting the other army just annihilate them. So the there normal... is slight tactics to the game when you get certain characters. The normal battles I saw were kind of like normal RPG battles with mm-hmm. the strategy of like yeah. your characters versus the enemy characters. Yeah. But then you're talking about these big tactical battles. Mm-hmm. Is that on a grid? It's not on a grid. Okay, it's so it's like, not exactly like a it tactics shows, game. No, it shows like this, like the tower where you're fighting. And then there's like a little group of your guys. And then there's a little group of that guy. And you can like throw arrows. So arrows go and lop into like this group of people. Okay. <laughs> so kind of like a tower what? defense. Kind of like a tower defense yeah. game style play. Yeah. But you're the attacker instead of the defender? You're both, because um, you're fighting the Imperials. So that's why I kind of like this this RPG. It's kind of like a hidden gem. I don't think many people know about it. Or if they do, they just kind of pass it over. Like, oh, whatever. It's one of those cult classics, I think. Yeah. There were so many sequels and spinoffs that it had to be popular in Japan, for sure. Mm -hmm. It was very popular. Yes. Um, It's a fun game, and I really wish I would have gotten to the war game part of it. I know I could look it up, but it's still... When I started playing it again, I... If you YouTube it, that's cheating. <laughs> it's not, but... For a review. Whatever. <laughs> you, no, I'm going to make a rule right no. now. You can't go on YouTube and watch somebody play a game and then come on here and talk about it on the podcast. You have to play the game yourself. I'm okay with that. That can be a personal rule. No, I'm making it up for the podcast. If you haven't played it, I mean, I I'm going to tell you to I, shut the fuck up. I haven't, but... <laughs> It's been a while since I've played this game, but I remember, like, even if you let, like, the credits play in the game, you can see the little, there's, like, here's your, like, army, and there's that army, and, yeah, it's fun to lop arrows over at them, or, like, do a big magic, or, like, just charge at them, so... It's too bad nobody can see all these, like, hand gestures we're making. (laughs) Every time a chair squeaks, we're making a hand gesture, just picture it. (laughs) 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you can't see all my hand gestures. Or mine. This is a podcast. Oh, Simon's I don't Simon's just this. sitting there with his hand in his pants, so. <laughs> and we're glad no, you can't see not. that. I'm making gestures you just can't see. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. There goes all of our Catholic and Christian listeners. <laughs> What are you talking about? Nobody's listened yet. <laughs> we had sixth place last week. <laughs> um, Sui Koden, a really fun RPG if you get a chance to play it. Um, it's it's a neat, different take on some of the battle systems in it um, compared to a lot of the RPGs nowadays. It looked pretty cool. I was watching you do some battles today, and I liked how when you're fighting somebody, when it cuts to an attack, it's like a... It will a, zoom in sometimes, or yeah, zoom Yeah, the out. landscape looks like just a pixelated, flat surface, but then during an attack, it will shift down like 45 degrees, and then shift back up, and you can see that it's all actually 3D. Oh, really? And for how old it is, it's Yeah, for an original PS1 game, yeah. it looks really good. Yeah. It hasn't aged bad, like Final Fantasy VII, like... It's cartoony. The 3D is pixelated, but most of it is more like pixel art versus a 3D. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's so it looks neat, really nice. It's, it's aged well. It's a fun RPG if you want something a little different than the few RPGs I have talked about on here. It's a good old one um, for the PlayStation. I'm not sure if it's on any other systems. Um, yeah, I highly recommend Suicoden. It's been ported to a lot of systems. It's a PS1 game. Yeah. Uh, Suicoden. It's really, really good. Suicoden, Suicoden. Suicoden. <laughs> um, great RPG. Just Suicoden 1. Just the first one. The second one? <laughs> Just oh. Suicoden 1. I've played the second one, but the first one, I think, is a much better storyline. Cool. Oh, there's a story too. Yeah. Really? Cool. Yep. <laughs> so we gotta do one more segment here. Close out the podcast. Recommendations. Do 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 do. So Ginger, you wanna go, go first? First. I'm going to recommend a podcast. Ooh. It's going to be kind of like a role-playing game podcast called The Melting Plot. Oh, I've heard of that. What yeah. do they, they call those real-play RPG RPGs. podcasts? Something like that. Um, we actually heard about it from you, Simon. Yeah, my uh, one of my magic buddies, um, his wife and some of her friends uh, do it where yep. they... Um, Pretend to one of your magic buddies. That's not what you say when you got your hand in your pocket, is it? Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> so this Sometimes. podcast <laughs> is a local to West Michigan podcast also, so we have to try to represent and, you know, shout out some of the local ones, but this is a really good um, RPG podcast, like, uh, story and um yeah it's it one of the good might, ones yeah High it quality is one of the audio good ones. they got great production they need to keep it up because we really like them <laughs> sad, sad face i hear it's not gonna yeah continue season going. two gonna, is the final season yeah they're yeah. not gonna continue it after this season it's too bad because they did a really good job and 
I know it's hard to find a good, like, actual RPG podcast. Maybe one of these days we should start a new one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We'll have to learn how to play the uh, Pretend Friends card flip system, I think. Yeah, that I really like that. But the melting, the melting plot is also another good one. If they're going to end, I have a feeling they're going to end it well, whether it's going to end good or bad, because Well, they just play until everybody dies. Yeah. In the first season, it was just play until everybody dies, and yeah. I thought that's what they were doing with the second season, too. Yeah, it seems like that's what's going to happen. Or if they, they need to end it, they might just it. kill everybody off. Who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe, if, um, maybe if enough people go check them out, they'll keep it going. Yes. It'd be pretty cool. Too bad we've only got six listeners who aren't wow. interested in RPG podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Unless you tell a friend and they yeah. all go listen. Check out The Melting Plot if you like a good fantasy story and original story with characters that might be from some of your favorite movies or stories it's a great mashup yeah the the first season was in a zombie apocalypse yep and there was was who was in the first season archer oh no archer's in the second season willie all right so who's in the the second season season. is in lord of the rings world yeah frodo failed to destroy the ring with archer (laughs) yes bruce banner the incredible hulk yeah Jasmine. Princess Jasmine and Raja the Tiger. As one character. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who's the other guy? Bones from Bones Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool that they like, I forgot the first season. I would have to look it up and I don't feel like looking it up, but um, check it out. It's it's pretty cool. And maybe if enough people check it out, yep, they take, they'll continue. They all, because they all they take a person from job. pop culture and put them into the wrong environment from pop culture. We'd be down play to it collab on yep. like a couple episodes if you guys want to do a third season. <laughs> hit us up at grandrapidiansplayvideogames at gmail.com <laughs> if you listen. <laughs> Melting Plot. Check it out. It's a really, it's really good. good podcast. Yeah, shout out to Brian and Rachel, the people that I know. That, That's uh, Princess Jasmine. Is it? I think yep. so. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna recommend a radio program which you can listen to on all of your podcast platforms. Um, it's an NPR one, so it's most likely you can hear it on the the weekend on your local NPR station. Um, called Ask Me Another. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a puzzle program. Ophira Eisenberg hosted by mm-hmm. Ophira Eisenberg. What's the uh, anagram? Right, uh, her right begonias. Yeah, her right begonias. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do different puzzle games, and word games. You can't forget Thou Jolt a Cannon. Thou Jolt a Cannon. Jonathan Coltrane. Uh-huh. Jonathan Colton. Colton. Yep. His zombie song is awesome. Yeah, yeah. he does such a good job with. Putting songs together. His irreverent original work is really good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always some kind of musical element to it, which uh, really adds to it. Um, they do rhyming games, musical games, this or that, mashups, all, you know, all all different kind of word games, and they have different um, different people. I don't know if they're from the audience, but there it seems like they are maybe. Um, I think you just gotta get a hold of them and register, and they have four contestants each episode. Yep, and two, they go, they go two on two, two, two on two, and, and then, then the two final. winners go against each other. Yep, 
Um, they also you have a, a, a celebrity VIP, very important puzzler, mm-hmm. and uh, usually quiz them on something that they're familiar with or something that relates to what they're known for. Um, and they also have a call-in segment where somebody who's a listener can call in and join the games. Uh, if you like puzzles, if you like word games, puns, music, that kind of thing, it's it's great. Um, they they host it at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, um, historic theater. So one of these days, it's kind of one of the things I'd like to go see live. It'd be really cool. That would be fun to go see. Yeah, yeah it's and probably I haven't my, been to New York, New York. It's probably my second favorite NPR quiz show of all time. What's your favorite? Wait, wait, don't tell yeah. me. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a but, good one. But that's not what I'm talking about today. So uh, I recommend it. Check it out. Um, it's pretty good. Yep, subscribe to that pod also. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to recommend another obscure nerdcore rap song. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah, last episode we drank Danky McDankerton. This episode I'm going to recommend Rappy McRapperson. <laughs> <laughs> the Rappy song... McRapperson is pretty awesome. He's fucking hilarious. I'm going to recommend the song hilarious. Food this time. Not... Lick your own butthole dance. <laughs> no, not the not the lick your own butthole party dance. <laughs> not welcome to the woods. Not the juvenile hall. Okay. <laughs> Nothing about forest feeding what juveniles was, their own genitals. What was the one <laughs> that referenced Home Alone a lot? That was Welcome to the Woods. Welcome to the Woods. Yeah. <laughs> half great. Vulcan, half Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you're in I France. <laughs> so now I'm going to dance like I got a bad tick. <laughs> 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 but I'm going to recommend food. Here's a little clip of the beginning of Food by Rappy McRapperson. Rappy McRapperson. Rappy McRapperson is rocking Hardcore raps that are really shocking It's the flavor you can savor Rappy McRapperson is not a raver I'm just some dude Doing a song about eating food So let's go down the list Plates up, forks down Like what a motherfucker's bounce to this Yummy, yummy, tasty good Eat it like you should Toast and jam. Artichokes, peas and ham. I sit back and relax. Eating dinner, lunch and snacks. As I munch into a burger. So good, time for another. And pass the Mountain Dew. Heck yeah, biatch, this is really good. I know we're more than just 20 seconds allowed by copyright, but Rappy McRappy can hang us to us when we have a plan. Yummy, yummy, tasty, good. So delicious for the fellers.
Yeah, it's a good song. It's funny. That was like the epitome of nerdcore right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just Food. bugs me that he tried to rhyme burger with another. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's my recommendations. But the, and not but yours. the, the rhyming of food and should didn't bother me. <laughs> what about food and good didn't bother you nope. either? Food. Yummy, yummy, tasty, good. Eat it like you should. So delicious for the power. Rappy McRefferson. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Alright, cool. Uh, Thanks yeah. for listening. Maybe we should play a commercial and close this episode or something. Yeah. Or something. Did I say thanks for listening too early? <laughs> no. Okay. You can say that every time if you want. That's what he said. He said what? <laughs> exactly. That. Are you listening? <laughs> no, he doesn't listen to me. I think we, said what? I think we've gotten that down in the podcast <laughs> that my husband does not listen to anything I say. Does that rap what? song yeah, have a robo dog in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that robo dog from Tokyo Jungle. Oh. <laughs> it's the first time hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Help us defeat the evil algorithm. Give us five stars on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen. Rate and review us. That would be cool. Yeah. Email us at grandrapidiansplayvideogames at gmail.com. Get a hold of us on Instagram at grandrapidiansplayvideogames. Twitter is? Twitter is grand underscore video. That's the same on Reddit. Nice. And uh, also on MeWe at Grand Rapidians. Play video games. Check us out. Message us. Yeah. Reach out for an address and send us some beer. <laughs> or a cider. Find us on Patreon as Grand Rapidians and you can buy us a beer there. Or on Anchor.fm. You can buy us a beer there also by supporting the podcast. Awesome. Yeah, you can always suggest a video game too if you want us to review it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks Anchor for making it easy to make a podcast. Mm -hmm. And our intro music is by Inadequacy. Inadequacy. Yeah. Beats Thank to you. you. Way to go, Inadequacy. We love Bye. you. We love you. Bye. 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 Yeah, that's it. All right, we're done.